why do I have this like image of your head in my head of you hearing that you lighting an incense or a, a smudge bundle and go or a smoke cleansing bundle and going be gone motherfuckers <laughs> it was more like not fucking today <laughs> <laughs> So welcome to the 43rd episode of the True North Witches <laughs> podcast. Um, I'm, I'm just, just going to keep keep repeating myself until you do it. So you might as well send yep. us in your questions uh, for our non-witchy other halves uh, for our, our 52nd episode. And uh, you're not going to hear the end of it. So you might as well just do it. Right? Like, ju- just just do it. <laughs> Don't sue me, Nike. <laughs> so, yeah, you might, you might as well just do it. So send us your non, your uh, lovely questions. Also, um, I'm, I'm going to sound like a broken record, guys, um, is, the, is the term I'm going to use for it, because that's my... <laughs> just do it. Uh, <laughs> just do it. Also, send us in your creepy stories, because... Two episodes before our, you actually listen to the Q&A, it'll be another creepy cast. We want to hear from you. Creepy episode. Yeah. So, I'm going to say it until, I'm going to say both of them until we get to the creepy cast. And then between the creepy cast and the Q&A, I'm going to keep saying about the Q&A. So you might as well just do it. You, You might as well just do it. Exactly. Exactly. You might as well just do it. I believe I'm the witchy fan. Yeah, you you, you are, because because uh, we were we were the death card last time with you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so my witchy fact. <laughs> Let's see. I've got two. Ooh. Did you know brick dust is an excellent is excellent for protection spells? Brick dust. And mopping your floors or cleaning with pine needle infused water will cleanse the space of negative energy. Well, I knew that. I knew that. I knew the the, the mopping thing. Yeah, um, pine, but I didn't know is, the yeah. brick. I didn't know the brick dust is excellent for protection cells. You think a, a cheap witch would be able to get away with pine saw? I. Uh, you know what? There's pine in it. And what's what's the most important thing? Intention. Intention. <laughs> um, I I sort of knew about the brick dust. Um, I also want to add. Um, I think I saw it there. So don't quote me on it, but maybe check out your garden supply outlet um, because they sometimes have uh, crushed brick dust for your gardens. I don't, I don't know if it's nice. good for your gardens or it's just um, ornamental, but... Like a decoration? Uh, yeah, but uh, always check there. I mean, um, but do your research, as we yeah. always tell you, um, before uh, really getting anything. Because really, you don't need to get anything. Anything. Yeah. So, we're, we're back with my, I don't even know what tarot deck this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had it for so long. Um, 
and uh, we're into the major arcana and we are in the yeah we got uh temperance and it is upside down so if if you do upside down i'll tell you both as usual um if you read shit intuitively like i do just read it intuitively it's temperance major arcana temperance upside down i think this is the first time we've got one of the majors oh yeah yeah so upright if you read this card only uprights uh it is balance moderation patience and purpose and reversed it's imbalance excess self-healing uh or sorry excess self-healing and realignment and i just it just kicked my ass to the curb so (laughs) just kicked my ass to the curb it's all it's all good it's all good nothing new here I'm used to my tarot cards. As it always does. Yeah. Used to my tarot cards kicking me in the butt. So, the Easter Bunny. I'd make a rabbit noise, but they don't really make a noise. Um, The Easter Bunny, also called the Easter Rabbit or Easter Hare, is a folkloric figure and symbol of Easter. Depicted as a rabbit bringing Easter eggs, originating among German Lutherans as the Easter Hare originally played the role of a judge evaluating whether children were good or disobedient in behavior at the start of the season of Eastertide. The Easter bunny is sometimes depicted with clothes. In legend, the creature carries colored eggs in his basket, candy, and sometimes also toys to the homes of children, and as such shows similarities to Santa Claus or the Christ kind as the boy brings gifts to children on the night before their respective holidays. The custom was first mentioned in George Frank von Frankenford's Devoe, something about Easter eggs, in 1682, referring to a German tradition of an Easter hare bringing Easter eggs to the children. So, um, so the Bi- <laughs> don't judge me. The Bible has no mention of a mythical hare who delivers eggs to children on the day of Jesus Christ's re- resurrection. So exactly how did the Easter bunny become a prominent symbol of one of Christianity's most important holidays? Funny how this article says that. One theory, according to Time magazine, is that the symbol of the rabbit stems from the ancient pagan tradition believed to have started um, the celebration of Easter, which is the festival of um, Osara, which honored the goddess of fertility and spring. Supposedly, the goddess's animal symbol was a rabbit, um, which one of her symbols is a rabbit, which have long traditionally symbolized fertility due to their high pr- reproduction uh, rates. You know, like the term, um, fuck like rabbits. As for how the specific, <laughs> as for how specific the character of the Easter Bunny originated in America, um, history.com reports that it was first introduced in the 1700s by German immigrants in Pennsylvania, who reportedly brought over their tradition of an egg-laying hare named Osterhaus or Osterhaus. Sorry, my German's um, rusty as I don't speak it. As the story goes, the rabbit would lay colorful eggs as gifts to children who were good. So the kids would make nests in which the bunny could leave his eggs and would even sometimes leave out carrots in case the hare got hungry. Eventually, the custom spread across America to become a widespread Easter tradition. And over time, the fabled bunny's delivery even expanded from just eggs to include other treats such as chocolates and oil. So why does the Easter Bunny bring eggs? Since rabbits are mammals and thus give birth to 
to live young, you might be wondering why exactly the Easter Bunny is said to lay eggs on the holiday. The answer may be as simple as the fact that eggs, like the, the rabbit, have long been an ancient symbol of fertility, rebirth, and new life. All things associated with the springtime celebration of Easter. From a Christian perspective, eggs for Easter are said to be to represent Jesus' resurrection and his emergence from the tomb. According to History.com, the tradition of decorating eggs for Easter may date back to the 13th century, when eggs were traditionally a forbidden food during the Lent season, which is why people would decorate them as the fasting period came to an end and then eat them as a way to celebrate Easter Sunday. Today, the Easter Bunny is traditionally depicted with a white, uh, with a white rabbit costume with long ears, often wearing clothes in human-like fashion. He can typically be found at Easter parades and other celebratory events for the holiday, carrying a basket filled with colorful eggs, candy, and other treats to give out to the kids, like Santa Claus on Christmas. Interestingly, there's not always a bunny that brings the Easter eggs in countries outside of the U.S. In Australia, for example, the spring holiday is greeted with the Easter bilby a rabbit-like and marsupial native to Australia that is known to be endangered. Other animals include the Easter um, cuckoo in Switzerland, and in some parts of Germany, the Easter fox or the Easter rooster. The hare is a popular motif in medieval church art. In ancient times, it was widely believed um, that the hare was a hermaphrodite. The idea that a hare could reproduce without loss of virginity led to an association with the Virgin Mary, with hair sometimes occurring in illuminated manuscripts and northern European paintings of the Virgin and Christ Child. It also has been associated with the Holy Trinity as in three hairs motif. So um, once again, eggs have been used as a fertility symbol since um, near the beginning. <laughs> eggs became a symbol in Christianity associated with re rebirth as early as the first century AD via the iconography, iconography of the phoenix egg, and they became associated with Easter specifically in medieval Europe, when eating them was prohibited during the fast of Lent, um, and a practice in England at that time was for children to go door-to-door -door begging for eggs on Saturday before Lent began. People handed out eggs as special treats for children prior to, the to their fast. As a special dish, eggs would probably have been decorated as part of the Easter celebration. Later, German Protestants retained the custom of eating colored eggs on or for Easter, though they did not continue the tradition of fasting. Eggs boiled with some flowers changed the color, bringing the spring into the homes. And some other time, and some over time, added the custom of decorating the eggs. Many Christians of the Eastern Orthodox Church to this day typically dye their eggs red, the color of blood, in recognition of the blood of the sacrifice. Um, Christ and of the renewal of life in the springtime. Some also use the color green in honor of the new foliage emerging from long dead time of winter. In the Ukrainian art of decorating eggs for Easter, known as Plesanki, dates um, to ancient pre-Christian times. Similar variants of this form of artwork has seen uh, are seen amongst other Eastern and Central European cultures. The idea of an egg giving hair went to the U.S. in the 18th century. Um, as I mentioned earlier, because of Protestant German immigrants in the Pennsylvania and Dutch area. See, there, like I said, there isn't really much information on the Easter Bunny in general, and most of the st stuff that you do find um, is all Christianized. And I don't mean that in a bad way, because I did grow up um, Catholic, uh, immersed in the culture and all of that jazz. I'm just saying, like, the, it, it wasn't really a thing beforehand, and even uh, when uh, Germany was uh, was using it, it, it was due to their their Christian type of religion.
because it seems the only association with an Ostara goddess is the fact that um, it's one of the the animals symbolization of her. For good reason, being it is as it is a time of fertility and new life and growth and all of that jazz. And all that jazz. Like I told you, I didn't have a lot. <laughs> and all that jazz. I'm gonna rouge my knees and bring my stockings down. Mm-hmm. And all that jazz. No, we weren't choir kids. Park no, the car no, and no, a whoopee spot. Park <laughs> your cars, I know a whoopee spot where the pianos so rose hip which is an ostara herb is actually what they classify this as so i love rose hip teas i love rose but you've got to be careful with them and I'll, i'll tell you why in a second so rose hip the rose hip uh with the space in between or rose hip all one word as we usually see it um, in stores right now, uh, can also be called rose ha and rose hep, spelled with an E instead of the I, uh, is the accessory fruit of the rose plant. It is typically red to orange, but ranges from dark purple to black in some species. Rose hips begin to form after successful pollination of flowers in spring or early summer and ripen in late summer to early autumn. Use. You can use them in herbal teas, jams, jellies, uh, jelly syrups, soups, beverages, pies, bread, wine, and marmalade. They can also be eaten raw like a berry if care is taken to avoid the hairs inside the fruit. A few rose species are sometimes grown for the ornamental value of their hips, such as uh, Rosa Moyesil, which has prominent red bottle-shaped fruits. Rose hips are commonly used as an herbal tea, often blended with hibiscus, and then an oil is also extracted from these seeds. They can also be used to make jam, jelly, marmalade, and rose hip wine. Rose hip soup, nipon sofa, is especially popular in Sweden. Rodomel is a type of mead used with rose hips. Rose hips can be u- <coughs> sorry. Rose hips can be used to make palinka, the traditional Hungarian fruit brandy, popular in Hungary, Romania, and other countries sharing Austro-Hungarian history. Rose hips are also the central ingredient of cocta, the fruity tasting national soft drink of, of Slovenia. The fine hairs found inside rose hips, though, are used as itching powder, which is why you don't want to eat them. <laughs> uh, dried rose hips are, all, are also uh, for primitive crafts, used for primitive crafts and home fragrance purposes. Uh, the Inupiat mix rose hips with wild red currant and high bush cranberries and boil them into a syrup. And I got that all from Wikipedia. So nutrition. Inside the rose hip are mainly small edible seeds, which are a good source of many nutrients. 
a two tablespoon or 16 gram serving of wild rose hips provides uh, 26 calories, six grams of carbs, four grams of fiber, 4% of your daily value of vitamin A, 3% uh, of your daily value of vitamin B5, 76% uh, daily value of vitamin C, which is quite a lot actually, 6% daily value of vitamin E. Rose hips get their red orange color from carotenoid pigments known as lycopene and beta carotene. These pigments have been shown to promote skin and eye health. They are also rich in disease-fighting antioxidants such as vitamin C, catagens, quercetin, and alagin. Wow, I know this word, and I'm still struggling. Pronounce it? Or no, what lactic spell? acid. Lactic acid? No, elagic acid. E-L-M-G-I-C acid. No idea. Usually I'm good with that. I know you're usually good with that, which is usually why I sounded out to you. A diet rich in these compounds can help lower inflammation and oxidative stress in your body. Furthermore, vitamin C plays a key role in collagen synthesis and immune health. However, the nutrient content of rose hips largely depends on soil and growing conditions, processing techniques, and the specific species. For example, many rose hip varieties are processed with heat and water, which significantly lowers, significantly lowers their vitamin C levels. Benefits. Rose hips have been used for centuries in traditional and folk medicine for their anti-inflammatory and pain-relieving properties, anti-aging properties. Rose hip oil is a popular anti-aging substance in the beauty community, though uh, research supporting its benefits is limited. It's made by cold pressing rose hips and extracting their natural oils. Rose hip seeds are high in uh, polyunsaturated fats, which support a healthy skin membrane and protect your skin from inflammatory compounds such as ultraviolet or UV rays, cigarette smoke, and pollution. In one small eight-week study, taking three milligrams of rose hip powder daily led to a significant decrease in skin wrinkles and significant increase in skin moisture content and elasticity. Researchers attributed these results to rose hips robust antioxidant vitamin C and fatty acid profile, which all protect and replenish your skin barrier. Also things that it helps, it may reduce arthritis pain, it may help with fat loss and may improve heart health. But again, please, please contact your doctors because I did not go to school for, to be a doctor. So yeah, the our usual we did not go. Yeah, to the letters at the end of my last name. <laughs> no, or uh, like I, I I have R E C at the end of my name, not M D. Okay. <laughs> uh, do rose? And if I suddenly had a had M D, someone should probably question that. Yeah. Uh, do rose hips have side effects? Rose hips are widely considered safe. However. It's not currently known whether they're safe during breastfeeding and pregnancy, although research is lacking on the side effects of eating large amounts of rose 
hips consuming because consuming high doses of vitamin c may trigger nausea upset stomach constipation and heartburn and a couple other things um so just don't do it uh due to their vitamin c excess rose hip intake may harm uh those with recurring kidney stones sickle cell anemia and hemochromatosis, uh, which is an iron disorder. And that's from healthline.com. And as I like to say, and always say, Steph and I aren't doctors. Um, I'm just giving you the information. Please consult a physician or any of your special, uh, if you have specialty doctors, please, before taking any of this, check with them, especially, especially if you're pregnant, if you're breastfeeding or take any extra medications or have any, you have had anything, any issues with any of these uh, before in any type of form. The magic of rose hips. Rose is associated with Venus, uh, the element of water and is can be used in love, friendship or peace working spells. Uh, add rose hips to potpourri to bring peace and calm your house. Drop rose hips into a ritual bath or add to medicine pouches and charm bags. You can also pop them in incense blends. With the element of water present, rose hips can be used in cleansing rituals or baths and can be added to witches bottles or medicine pouches to bring healing. If you feel the need to draw love into your life, you can work a rose hip love spell. You can string rose hips with a needle and thread to create a necklace, then charge the necklace with your intent to send energy out into the universe to draw a perfect mate to yourself. Don't be specific as the universe usually knows what is best for you, often better than you do yourself. Accurate. Wear or carry your necklace with you when you go out. Rose hip tea with a drop of honey can be shared with your beloved one to inspire the beginning of a romantic evening. Oh, I think I'm doing two hornies in a row. Oops. You, you horn dog. Hey, last episode we had two hornies because Moldavite was a little horny stone. Very little. It's more of a fuck your life up kind of stone. It's more of a fuck you than a fuck you. <laughs> more like fuck you, not get fucked. <laughs> Place rose hips around your home to bring harmony and peace, especially if there have been recent arguments. It will clear the air. Tuck them in to drawers and cupboards or on windowsills and on top of door frames. So to summarize, rose hips can be used for love, psychic powers, healing, luck, protection, peace, mysteries, knowledge, dreams, friendship, death, and rebirth, as well as abundance. Its ruling planets are Venus and the moon. Its sign is Pisces, its element is water, and its gender is feminine. And I got all that from witchesandpagans.com. That is actually, it wasn't very, very long um, today, I don't think. Um, but usually Steph and I say that we don't have a lot of stuff and it turns into a lot of content. Um, so, but that is, is very true. 
<laughs> that is all I had for you today. Um, next week, we're actually recording our Ostara actual episode because we yeah. by, the, by the next week in order to be ready for Ostara so that people can prepare, which is why we do it so early. Yeah. But like I said, that's all we had for you today. Steph and I will do our little uh, figure what shit we're, you know, reading out. For what we're doing. Yeah. Um, but that's all we had for you today. You can f- always find us on our email. And again, I'm going to repeat myself <laughs> until you do it. So just do it. Just email us your questions, your creepy casts, anything. Just give us an email at truenorthwitches at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok at uh, True North Witches. On YouTube at True North Witches. On Instagram at True North Witches. On Twitter, where we never t- tweet at True North Witches. We also have a YouTube at it's True North Witches. We also have a website, www.truenorthwitches.com. You can also find us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash TNW podcast. Or you can look up us up in the search bar at True North Witches. But that is all we have for you this evening, ladies and gentlemen, little witches. Um, we are both exhausted little witchlings, so uh, we are going to <laughs> chill out for the rest of the night. Uh, but you have a wonderful okay. week, witches, and we will see you, you in- have a great weekend. Yes, have a good weekend, uh, and we'll see you in the next episode. You have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye. Bye, Buzzard Bee. Bye.